Hi everyone, welcome back to a kitchen table moment. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Emma. And if you are listening to this on the day it goes live, it is a momentous day in American history. Is it technically Biden's first day or second day as president on Thursday? I don't know, but I'm just going to say it's the day after Trump. It's the first day after Trump. And that was a momentous day that I've been dreaming about for four years. I know. I was just thinking today, I was like, wow, we're, we are recording our last podcast in the Trump era. Like we're going to be, we're done filming podcasts that take place during the Trump administration where we have to talk about him. Oh, what, what a time. So yeah, we are recording this on Tuesday and inauguration day is technically tomorrow on Wednesday, January 20th. What a strange time. I know it's definitely strange and I feel like I will be watching the inauguration with bated breath just hoping everything's okay fingers crossed it all goes smoothly we're in and out Trump heads off on his jet and gets out there down to Florida or wherever he's going and we can just breathe exactly exactly so with the current environments of the world and pop culture we thought today would be the perfect episode to talk about Sort of, I guess, the Me Too movement, but also more specifically, what the heck is going on with Army Hammer and men in the entertainment industry? I was just talking to my dad and I was saying if we were in quote unquote normal times, all the news that happened with Army Hammer would be the headlines. Everyone would be discussing Army Hammer, you know, the implication that he might be a cannibal. Like you would think this would be on the forefront of the news, but of course everything else is going on. But yeah, Army Hammer, there's a lot of thoughts on this one. I guess it's true, maybe. Yeah, so break it down for us, Emma, because you're on Twitter and I'm not. So I feel like you know more than I do. Okay, so last week I'm just going on Twitter and I see that Army Hammer is trending. So I click in because I love celebrity gossip. So I click in and there's a series of DMs circulating Twitter that Army Hammer has sent to this woman and they're very frightening. I don't even know how to fully categorize them. He talks about drinking someone's blood. It's very uncomfortable. And so I send it to Aaliyah because that's what I immediately think of. And I go, Aaliyah, do you think this is real? And we're going back and forth over the next couple of days about whether or not we think it's real that Army Hammer might be a cannibal or at least really into some kinky stuff that borderlines on abuse. And honestly, as more things have come out, there's more DMs, there's maybe video footage. He's leaving all of his projects. It's leaning more towards truth. Yeah. And didn't his ex-wife that he recently divorced, like come out and say some stuff too? I don't know if she said it, but I know an ex-girlfriend did. He's had various ex-girlfriends come forward and say, yeah, he's definitely creepy. One said he's asked to drink her blood before from getting like a paper cut and... It's sad because a lot of people are making jokes about it because it's really weird. I mean, how else would you react if suddenly we realize this A-list celebrity is talking about like grabbing people's hearts out of their chest and whatever, that kind of stuff. But when you hear from the side of these women, they were definitely traumatized by it. Absolutely. I mean, I loved Army Hammer before this. I was like, he's beautiful. He's an amazing actor. And like, you never really heard anything bad about him. Like he seemed like a genuinely nice person. So when this came out and it's just so outlandish and so creepy and so like fetishized, I was like, this can't be real. This can't be real. But then like, because I don't know, people edit screenshots, messages all the time. So I was like, 
I mean, this is so out there that I don't want to automatically be like, yeah, Army Hammer is a cannibal. Like, but then you hear all these stories and people that like genuinely interacted with him like in person and had like personal relationships, like ex-girlfriends. And yeah, it seems like it ha- like it's real and it's so creepy. He follows various hashtags that deal with knife play and bondage and people can like what they like but when you add them to the messages and the fact that he almost seems to be into like raping people it's a lot if it's true it's a lot see it's interesting because I am always the type of person that's like oh like I want to believe like someone if they come out and say something like they're not gonna basically ruin like a victim's not gonna ruin their lives to like put this celebrity on blast like that's not really how it works but I like didn't want to believe it at first because it just seemed so weird and I was like well why didn't I want to believe it and then I was kind of thinking about all the allegations that have come out in Hollywood and the entertainment industry recently so obviously like Harvey Weinstein in 2017 and then tons of other people Kevin Spacey, Dustin Hoffman, all those people but for me I think that it was harder for me to sort of wrap my head around this whole Army Hammer situation because he's like young and beautiful whereas like Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, John Lasseter they're like creepy old looking guys so it's like I could kind of imagine them being terrible people. I know exactly and also I feel like Army Hammer was able to hide behind the facade of him being in the RBG movie which is obviously talking about women's rights and then he did call me by your name which can be deemed important but I feel as though we were under the suspicion like pretty cool dude he's done some good movies social network is one of my favorite films and then also as you said he's gorgeous like there's no way else to explain he's a very attractive guy so you wouldn't assume oh he's sending this to women and almost threatening them I feel like he's just gonna get away with it like like maybe he drops out of a couple movie projects now but I don't super keep up with Harvey Weinstein and what ended up happening like I know he got convicted or whatever and obviously he lost a lot but I feel like so many men in Hollywood who have all these accusations made against them it just kind of blows over in like a year six months maybe not even that maybe like three months and people are over it's like Oh, you know, whatever. The fact that all of these A-list celebrities are just able to get away with it because they're powerful and have a lot of money is so disgusting. I know. And Kevin Spacey in particular is a really bizarre case because he'll go on Twitter every couple of months and release a video of him. And they're kind of frightening, but you can tell he's trying to stage a comeback. And I'm not sure if people are fully ready to forgive him yet, but then people still go, well, he is a fantastic actor. And I go, well, do you remember when he tried to come out as gay because people said, you know, he harassed a 14 year old boy, which was just so awful. In a weird way, the only people I can think who got quote unquote me too and their, you know, whole career flatline was Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby because they're both in jail. I mean, I'm looking at a list that Aaliyah curated Ben Affleck, no one talks about that. Everyone just talks about funny pictures of him juggling Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I also put Ryan Seacrest on here. And this actually, like, no one knows if this is true. And people are saying that it's, like, not true. And then I think someone came out and said, like, no, this wasn't the case, blah, blah, blah. But it's just interesting how, like, you would think accusations like that, even if they later come out to be not true, would just, like, 
instantly ruin a person's career and that's just never the case it seems honestly I fully forgot about Ryan Seacrest because he just keeps going he keeps hosting he does is he with uh Kelly in the morning he just has a morning show like I think it did come out that the allegations were not true so I think that it's partially why he's still everywhere but like if I was a powerful Hollywood executive and I as soon as I heard an allegation come out I would drop that person from everything I'd be like anything you're involved with I want nothing to do with you I know it's just so interesting because a lot of people go well allegations ruin lives and I go well to what extent I mean possibly to some average person like sure it could but all like these really famous powerful people they just keep going exactly and like they have enough money to get I feel like to get them through like any sort of legal battle and it's just See, I feel like if you were to fire someone because allegations came out, I guess, I mean, I guess they could sue you later if it turned out that they weren't true and you fired them. But I'd be like, just rehire them. Like, it's not that, I don't know. Like, I would rather cut ties with them and not have any sort of association with them versus like, let them continue their career and with the potential that they've like sexually harassed people. But I'm not a Hollywood executive, so I don't really know. Or at least like put them on probation. I mean, right now- with Army Hammer pulling out of various projects, he's citing that he wants to spend more time with his kids, which I wonder what will come out of that. If his ex-wife will try to get more custody, if she believes the allegations coming out. But I almost think about what about their co-stars? I mean, how do you feel comfortable with someone? Because I think they're making a second Call Me By Your Name. Like, do you think Timothy Chalamet would suddenly be comfortable with Army Hammer after all this? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, sorry, I'm dropping out. I'm quitting. Like, exactly. I just don't understand how, I mean, of course, I guess there's money and there's, there's other people around. You're fine, but it's got to get to a certain extent. You know, don't you want to make the rest of your cast feel safe? Yeah. And I think that that really shows like who is a good, genuine director, producer that actually cares about like their employees and their crew and cast and those who don't and are really just in it for the money exactly and it's almost sad because I've been applying to various internships and stuff and the one that I find myself most wanting is the production company that Reese Witherspoon runs because it's mostly women women directors women writers women actresses it's like I just want to be there because I feel as though it's automatically a safe environment which is like a sad assumption I think yeah definitely okay well I feel like we've kind of said our piece about that I mean we don't really, we don't know much. Obviously, none of it's confirmed, but it's just sad how how much all of these powerful men are able to really get away with. And for years and years, like, no one was really saying anything because women were, I guess, sort of just felt lucky to even have a job in Hollywood, which is terrible. But, you know, with Harvey Weinstein and that really coming out in 2017, I feel like we've definitely been in an upward trajectory I feel like yeah definitely it has it is kind of nice that we had that one pivotal moment that we can look back on and say this is where things started to change and maybe it was really quick and immediate at first obviously because people felt more inclined to speak out and I guess maybe it slows down a little bit more after the momentum rides off but it is kind of nice to know that at least more people are looking out for each other definitely Alrighty, so switching gears. Now that we've talked about men in Hollywood that we hate, we're going to talk about some men in Hollywood that we love, or as Emma put on our document, 
how about the men in Hollywood that we want to kiss? These are the men that if something came out against them, I think I'd be genuinely crushed, which is a bad thing to say because I don't know these people, but I would still be crushed. I agree. All right. Do you want to say your list? Okay. My first one, because I've been talking about a lot, Chris Pine. This is also on Aaliyah's list, but we just love Chris Pine. He's the best of all of the Chris's. Uh, you can have any opinion on them as long as Chris Pratt isn't your favorite, but we just love Chris Pine. He's so handsome and he's well-read and he's willing to play the boyfriend role, which a lot of A-list actors aren't. So I appreciate him for that. I also love Andy Samberg. So I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Now this goes into my next person, Andy Samberg and Seth Meyers, I feel like are the same genre of men in terms of like, <laughs> they're funny, they're kind of gangly, they're like warm hearted, they're just kind of the same person. And then I also have James Marsden, who looks a lot like Chris Pine. So that's, that's on me, really. I think they look a lot alike. They look nothing alike. They just both have like blue eyes. Chris Pine is way hotter. I think James Marsden's hot. Chris Pine is hotter. I think they look alike in some photos. Okay, and then finally, the lesser known, I love Simon Baker. He's from The Mentalist, which not many people have seen. But if you have seen The Devil Wears Prada, he's the guy that Anne Hathaway cheats with. That's a good, good list. <laughs> we always joke that Emma just loves middle-aged Jewish men. <laughs> that is actually the truth. I would be genuinely shocked if I don't marry some Jewish man from New York City who's into comedy. Like, I feel as though that's what my whole life has been leading to. Would you convert to Judaism for him? Um, Probably not, because I'm just not religious, but I don't know. That could be a deal breaker. Oh, well, I guess Seth Meyers isn't Jewish, so I just need someone who's just adjacent. Who <laughs> just looks Jewish. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, okay, so my list. First up, we have Michael B. Jordan, who, oh, just a beautiful man, amazing actor. He is currently dating Lori Harvey, who is Steve Harvey's daughter. And really? like, I just feel, yeah, I just need to home wreck that relationship. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just love that man. Okay, anyways, next up, we have Henry Golding, beautiful, beautiful. If you've seen like Crazy Rich Asians, He's beautiful. He also is expecting a child, though. So, um, yeah, enough about that. Then I have the only celebrity crush I have that is genuinely my age or, like, age range. <laughs> because I feel like there's not, like, a lot of, like, early 20s actors. They use all the same ones. And I'm not attracted to Timothy Chalamet. Sorry. Wait, did you see the news that they're making a Willy Wonka prequel and it's down between Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamet? That's my nightmare. This is why I don't like any actors under the age of 30. Like they're, I can't do it. They need to cast Wolfgang Navagratz, who is my celebrity crush. He is beautiful. He's been in like, I keep forgetting what they're called, but they're like dumb Netflix movies. But you know, he's climbing his way up there. He's a great actor. He's beautiful. Look him up if you haven't. I adore him. Then my next celebrity crush is Zach Guilford, who is in Friday Night Lights. If you listen to our last episode, he plays Matt. But I actually always loved him. And then I watched Friday Night Lights and I was like, oh my God, this is young Zach Guilford. Like, this is amazing. And then I re-fell in love with him. But he is also, I think he has a child and is expecting another one or has... You know, it's complicated there. But what's what else is he in? I don't know him from anything else. He's in um, a movie called Post Grad with Alexis Liddell. And it's written by Kelly Freeman Craig, who is one of my favorite film directors of all time. No way. No way. Yeah. And he is in something else that I know him from, but I'm blinking. Then we have 
of course okay i never know how to say his last name and i've literally been a fan of him since i could form words um <laughs> milo ventimiglia i think is how you say it but he's jess yeah i think it's ventimiglia it's ventimiglia you don't pronounce the g uh, but he's jess from gilmore girls or of course he's in this is us now but he's just beautiful and he just seems well read and everything i've heard about him he's like a very nice person i agree with a lot of this list i love milo ventimiglia but it's funny because i know him from this is us more than gilmore girls so i've watched this is us for years and i can't get past the mustache he has on that show yeah see I don't watch this is us but my mom does so like I've seen some episodes but I just pretend that he doesn't have the mustache I just think of Jess I just think of Jess and you know that's enough for me it's funny though looking at my list because at least your list has people in their 30s the youngest person on my list is Chris Pine and he's 40 Chris Pine is 40 yeah my god I thought he was like 37 but it's funny he's one of those people that my well my dad says that Chris Pine looks perpetually old and young at the same time because like he's really fit but he also kind of has that classic Hollywood face and he's kind of gray so he looks sort of old but it works for him no I definitely agree that's a good way to put it wow then of course as Emma mentioned Chris Pine is on my list but we already talked about him because he's beautiful I also Henry Golding okay it's past Christmas but if anyone hasn't seen this movie called Last Christmas I highly recommend it purely for how just out there it is and how I don't have the words for that film and I've seen it I saw it two years ago yeah um I don't want to give any spoilers but you need to watch it Emma and I went to see it in the theaters we were one of the only people in there and it was such a worthwhile experience you guys just have to watch it it's so bizarre it's on HBO Max my parents just watched it and they turned to me and they said wow everything we were expecting it still wasn't that (laughs) I love that so I feel like we've come (laughs) come to the conclusion both that men in Hollywood suck but there are a few select beautiful ones that we would home wreck for Exactly. And it's hard because I am one of those people who if I like an actor, I like to watch interviews of them. But also I feel like I need to stop doing that because what if it just kind of ruins the illusion I've set up in my head? Like there's some people who their entire lives are out there like Seth Meyers because he does late night. So that's easy. I've met him a couple of times, but other people I'm like, I don't really know. I don't want to know about them. They just need to be beautiful in my mind and I'll keep it that way. Exactly. That's how I was with Army Hammer. So just... When all that came out, I was just like, oh my god. Like, I didn't really pay that much attention to him besides the fact that he was beautiful and a good actor. And now it's just like, that is ruined for me. Maybe the lesson is to watch interviews with them. You gotta catch any weird things they say. That's true. All right, well, do you have any final words about this topic this week Emma I mean definitely we started off very heavy and there's a lot we could continue to say but I just think it's funny how all my celebrity crushes are just men who are so much older and I like to joke that I finally have indoctrinated our third roommate Paris into agreeing with me that she should have old crushes because she's in love with Pedro Pascal which me and Aaliyah don't believe in and subscribe to but I do think it's funny that she's seeing the light She's seen the light that I have seen since I was 15. I don't 100% agree with you. uh, Because, you know, a lot of the men I chose are in their 30s. So, like, like a 10-year age gap, you know, it's fine. But um, 25, maybe not. (laughs) I know, right? I was like, can let me try to think of one person under the age of 30 that I'm attracted to. Niall Horan, but it's still not the same. Yeah, Niall's attractive, but like, I wouldn't want to 
well he's Niall so like I would want to date him but I also wouldn't like for some reason I just think of him as like a teddy bear I don't know exactly I just can't see him past being I'm so used to him being 18 when I loved One Direction that I can't move on from it in my head yeah what a time what a what an episode what a range of emotions for us to have and I feel like that is the perfect episode for the day after Trump I know exactly. You can hear the highs and lows of our views on Hollywood men. Also, I do like how I talk about these men as if I have a chance with any of them, as if they're all not in serious relationships and more than double my age. Like, I really talk like, you know, me and Chris Pine, we have things in common. If he came <laughs> if he came to speak at Dodge, like, it would be over. He would just be love at first sight. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine if he came to speak at Dodge? Like, I think there'd be an all-out battle between people to just sit in the front row. Oh, my God. Well, that's assuming that wouldn't be over Zoom. If I had the chance to see Chris Pine in person and it had to be over Zoom, I think I would break down. Oh, the day that we can be done with Zoom, we say as we're <laughs> recording this over Zoom. Hey, the highlight... Actually, the true highlight of this episode is that it's our last time doing it because I'm flying back to California the day this drops on Spotify. So everyone look forward to that. Me and Elias camaraderie, but actually in person. True. I feel like we can bounce off of each other a little bit better without the like delay of like, what are you saying? Exactly. So, you know, that's the true high note to end on. Me and Aaliyah will reunite after a month. <laughs> Yes. So make sure and listen next week. We have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll be together. So that's all that matters. Exactly. So I've said my final words. Any thoughts, Aaliyah? I have a lot of thoughts, but my main thought is that if I could ever have a chance with Wolfgang, I would die. And you know what? It's achievable. It's attainable. Maybe he's on dating apps. Maybe I'll look on there. Maybe so. And I guess this means you just need to force your way into Netflix at some point. You know what? I wouldn't mind working at Netflix. Exactly. So things are achievable. We're setting the 10-year long haul into motion. If I am not married to Wolfgang within 10 years, I quit. (laughs) Netflix. Ugh, I'm over it. Alrighty, well, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you had a lovely week and I hope that you all stayed safe during this crazy time. Happy inauguration day to you all. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AKTM Podcast. And you guys will hear more from us next week. Talk to you then. Bye, guys.